It's Tommy West Coast Rob, man. And welcome to my podcast, You Bitch. You are now listening to Yad at the Podcast, hosted by West Coast Rob. All right, folks, before we get started, the thoughts, views, and opinions that you may hear on this episode are just that. Thoughts, views, and opinions, not from just myself, but from my guests. So if you get offended by them or just simply don't like them, well, there's a simple solution to all that, and that's just stop listening. But if you care to partake in the conversation, well, then just tune in. Yeah, that. Alright folks, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Yad at the Podcast hosted by yours truly, West Coast Rob. We're on episode number seven this week, man. Yeah, that. So big shout out to all those of you out there who continuously listen every time an episode's drop, man. I truly, truly appreciate you guys so much for it. Thank you for the constant support and love. So on the last episode, we went over... 2021 you know it was a it was a brand new year it was the first podcast of the new year so i wish everyone a happy new year hope you guys had a good holiday season and uh, we just went over 2021 and people's expectations of 2021 if they really think it's going to be any different from 2020 um my opinion was well you know everyone is just coming into 2021 like oh yeah 2021 let's go like everything just reset and we're back to normal like it's bc you know what i'm saying before corona but it it's just everything that was in 2020 continuing on into 2021 it's just everybody's more accustomed to the uh the new set of parameters that we have to deal with like masks and social distancing and whatnot but in the last episode we go into where we talk about the the new year and what you guys are expecting, why everybody was just so hyped to get into 2021, et cetera, et cetera. So if you're interested in that, then tune into the, to the last episode. And, uh, you know, it can be found on all major podcast platforms, man. As of today, though, for this episode or this week or whatever, the new episode, I got a guest on today. So the original guest, excuse me, I got, I'm a little congested i got allergy <coughs> allergies excuse me but my last on the last episode i was talking about the guest i was going to have on this episode which that fell through and you know the guest i was supposed to have on he kind of he gave me this serious answer but then following up on on him on ig because i follow him he follows me and shit it seems sketch so i don't know that kind of fell through the wayside but it doesn't matter i got a better guest on this time i got my homie paul o big paulie and uh since i've known this dude this dude has been very straightforward opinionated guy you know he's he's really educating himself right now with uh the tools he needs to not only better himself but you know what I'm saying take care of his family he's you know what I'm saying he's he's really big into the business scheme of things and and analytics so this episode we're going we go over 
analytics, um, business, fitness industry, inside the fitness industry that people may not know. Um, we go over, what else do we go over? We go over motivation and then just an, a, an array of, of topics that are very interesting. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode because I know I did. This is actually part one of sitting down with Paul. Man, Paul's real, he's a real knowledgeable guy and he, he's real straightforward. So a lot of you guys will appreciate his points of views and uh, his advice when it comes to to analytics and and social media platforms and such, man, because he's he's kind of been there, done that. Very humble um, veteran. So tune in to the episode. And like always, please make sure you follow on all platforms. Please rate, like, subscribe to the podcast because ain't no stopping, man. Ain't no stopping anytime soon, man. So please, without further ado, enjoy the episode of my sit down with my homie, Paul O, and uh, I'll catch you guys on the back end. Yeah, that. All right, man. What's up, bro? How you doing? Well, I'm good. Thanks for, I guess, uh, asking me to do this. Hey, man, you know, it was, it was inevitable, bro. You know what I'm saying? It was <laughs> inevitable. You're very opinionated. Ever since I've known you, you've been very opinionated, and uh, it was only a matter of time, homie. Yeah, man. I um, I just finished actually listening to your last episode. Uh, I was doing cardio today. Um, perfect time to listen to it. So uh, I like the way, you know, I've been encouraging you and trying to support yeah. you along the way. So, uh, you know, I- I'm liking what you're doing, man. I'm very, I'm very proud of you. Very proud of you. I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, man. Me. Can't wait for you to start yours, bro. I know you want, oh, you want to start man. one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm busy. Um, not a good excuse, right? Um, but no, I'm just, I have a lot going on. So, uh, it's finding time. Time is the big thing. Hell yeah, um, for real. But I would love to, man. It would be kind of, I think it would be kind of cool. Um, yeah, and you'd be like perfect for it, man. Just your mentality and how you are, you'd be perfect for it. Yeah, you know, I think you talked about it in one of the other episodes, um, going back. People starting it. I think we've, yeah. we've both known people, <clears throat> mutual. Uh, mutual friends, people that we were, you know, we served with. Uh, I know people that I had met over here in Virginia. Yeah. That started it. And it's kind of, you know, sometimes it, to to me, it's, uh, man, it's like, okay, everybody's doing it. Right. What am, what are you going to do that's different? Right. That's always the big thing in my mind. What are, we, what are you doing that's different? How are you going to change something? Uh, it, it was the same thing for me with like fitness, the fitness mm-hmm. Instagram thing. Uh, we both have talked about that tremendous yeah. a lot, even if we haven't, um, I'm sure we're going to get to it. We, we, you know, we, we were out of touch for a little while there, but we talked about yeah. it before. Everybody's doing the same thing. So you have to bring something new to the table. I always tell people I'm not some social media person. I don't have like a ton of followers. I'm super private now. Um, but you have to, if you're not charismatic, if you're not well-spoken, if you don't have the look, you're, I don't believe you're, you're going to really do much uh, in this field yeah. uh, or in, in what you're trying to do. You got to bring something. Um, everybody has an opinion. Uh, not everybody should be allowed to share it kind of thing, right? Hell yeah, uh, you hear that quite a bit. So, um, so that bringing it all back for me, 
I look at myself as like, uh, I don't know, would I want to listen to me? That's my thing, right? Yeah. Um, I enjoy listening to other people, but um, I don't know. A podcast would be pretty cool to do it with a with a team. Yeah. Uh, if it, you know you had a partner yeah, yeah. To, to have these discussions with, right? Like yeah. Skip, uh, you know, like Skip, Skip and, and Shannon, Shannon kind of thing. <laughs> you know, they play so well off each other. Imagine that in a podcast. I mean, yeah. I think they do have their podcast. You know, it would, it would work really well. But I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm tone deaf in that aspect, but. Um, well, shit, then I'm if, liking if, what y'all are doing. I mean, if 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 that's what you're uh, what you're thinking, man, we need to talk offline, then, there, buddy. Oh, okay. You know, we'll talk offline. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, we just gotta we gotta we'll plan some things. We'll talk offline. Yeah. You know? Well, this as we make, get into this, this won't man, make the cut. Yeah, you know. So, but uh, this will this will be just breaking ground, so you can get your feet wet, so we can <laughs> move on into other ventures. You know what I'm saying? We'll we'll just take it from there. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're going to be, I don't want to like say too much, uh, but closer in proximity, right? Yes, sir. I don't want to yes, say where I'm at currently, but you know, <laughs> we're going to be close. I know. My man. Yeah. So just introduce yourself for, uh, for those out there listening, man. Uh, well, my name is Paul. Um, man, Rob, when did we meet? Um, sure, I don't know. I don't know. 2000. 2015, 14, 14, 14. 14. Yeah. So it's six, yeah. seven years almost. Yeah. And uh, we were stationed together. Um, uh, there's really not much else to introduce, man. I'm just uh, a, a regular guy with a family. Veteran, uh, Veteran. Yeah, veteran. Yeah, yeah. 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 I am a veteran. I still have close ties with the military, of course. Yeah. But yeah. Um, being modest. Just a, yeah, just a family, man, you know. Yeah. Well, he's being modest. He's a, a fucking veteran. You know what I'm saying? He's served in the fucking United States military, did his time. He's gotten out, and now he's he's working, you know, for the government still. You know what I mean? He's a fucking yeah. bodybuilding enthusiast. He loves fucking the golden era of bodybuilding, which most bodybuilding connoisseurs love nowadays. But more so, that's more so trending. But this guy, along with myself, are like genuine fans of the of the era you know he's been absolutely you know I mean? yeah he's he's been fucking posting shit he's he's all about it bro he's all about it so he's, so he's being be, modest i am yeah I, well i figure we'll get into like my backstory or you know yeah, a yeah. little bit you know yeah, but uh sure. it's like uh for those veterans that are listening those active duties uh it's like writing an eval it's kind of hard to talk about yourself sometimes yeah um, yeah that's true. It's really difficult. Right? Three bullet points would talk about it, but um, no, yeah, um, we'll get into all of that. But you touched on it, man. The, the I don't know if you have, uh, uh, you know, certain points to discuss, but I'm just going with it. Um, you talk about the the golden era and yeah. the uh, the new the new wave of uh, bodybuilders and the new fans. And man, isn't that? I think that's a huge peeve of mine. Yeah. So uh, something, I, you know, we're going to get into it. Um, I got out in 2018. Um, and as I got out, I was actually on terminal leave. I started working at GNC. Um, so I was still uh, active, dude. I had like a month of terminal leave uh, available to me. I was working at GNC. Um, I want to say four, four months later, five months later, I started working for a uh, small company in the Virginia area, uh, the nutrition corners. So mm -hmm. I was selling supplements, right? And that's a that's a company uh, that is owned by Doug Miller. Uh, yeah. So people 
in the uh, fitness industry or should be familiar with Doug. Uh, yep. He owns Core Nutritionals. He owns America Labs. He's mm-hmm. part owner of Arms Race Nutrition. And I don't want to, you know, yeah, he's part owner of Arms Race Nutrition along with uh, Julian Smith. Yeah. And uh, so I got into, I got to see a side of the fitness scene that you, not everybody gets to see. You're, so, you know, being in that industry, selling supplements and being around certain people, you got to see some things. And it was so off-putting to me. Great company to work for. This has nothing to do with the company. It was just being in that scene and seeing people come in every day, people that were influencers or, or wanted to be influencers and just the toxicity in the fitness industry right now. And I don't even want to call it the industry, just it's a scene. Um, those everyday gym goers or, you know, the gym shark athletes, no offense to gym shark, but uh-huh. uh, stuff like that, you know, the alpha, you know, there's a, there's a growing group of people, um, man. And it really turned me off into the, to the fitness assets, to the fitness scene and, and getting into the fitness industry, I guess. Um, yeah. I didn't want any. Um, luckily I found a, a new career path for, for, for the time being that is, exponentially better for me and my family. Um, but yeah, I, I was there for, I did that for almost two years after I got, before I got a year and a half, I guess, yeah. before I switched, uh, uh, took the opportunity I did, but man, Rob, we, we haven't had a chance to talk about it, Yeah. but man, you you hear some things and some backroom stuff and man, it's crazy. It is insane. Right. Um, really crazy stuff, man. Yes. Yeah, I, I mentioned you, I had a, a con- I had a guest on, I forgot who the guest was. I think it was James Mooney, but I mentioned it was, you. I remember, I know exactly yeah. what you're going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, mentioned you, how you were, you were on the ends of uh, the industry. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Doug Miller, he's a, like a hall of fame, natural bodybuilder. He has his own very successful nutrition um, supplement brand. And Paul had to work or he got to work in close proximity to Doug Miller. So he got the ins and outs, like you said, for with that, with, with that, um, opportunity that was afforded to you. So you got to know the ins and outs. You got to see a lot of shit that a lot of consumers out there don't get to see. Wouldn't that want, like for most people that would be like, like, I don't know, kind of like a boost, like, Oh yeah, fuck it. Now I want to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? So what, yeah. what, what is it that, that made you not want to go in that route per se? Well, you know, they, um, the, you know, the company, when you work for a small business like that and Doug was the owner, but your general manager, yeah. um, who was another, uh, I'm, I don't want to mention his name. Um, but he was another, yeah. uh, natural bodybuilder. Uh, mm-hmm. he's in the bodybuilding scene for a very long time too. And, um, they definitely push that aspect. Like you're in the fitness and you're seeing some, you're the inside. Um, they want to cultivate that, like that motivating, uh, that motivated team. Right. Um, yeah. for me though, it, it wasn't just the toxicity. There's some things I'll talk to you about it offline. Sorry yeah, yeah, for your listeners, course. but I, you know, that's just, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to throw nobody under the bus, but it yeah. just wasn't the right situation for me. Um, and really from a financial aspect, along with that toxicity in the fitness scene, um, it was a definitely a huge, uh, it was a financially, it was a big reason for me to, to step away from that and take the opportunity I did. But the things that. You're right, man. Uh, there's people that, that would come in and like, are y'all hiring? I want to be a part of this team. I get to mm-hmm. see some of the, you know, some of the guys would, they were, they had plans to go to the Arnold last year, obviously with the, 
with the shutdown uh, that mm-hmm. didn't happen but we have a we had a big fitness event uh, every year called the nut bash athletes would come out um, yeah. Yeah, you know videos yeah it's it was really cool stuff it's a lot of fun there was some fun things but you're dealing with at the end of the day you're in sales yeah and uh you know you're but it was such a friendly environment that sometimes you had a lot of customers that would come in and gossip rumor mill nothing for me personally i was very professional and quiet and you know i i, I was me i was the manager uh when i was at the store and you know some people went to the same gym as me but i was very private you know work was work um yeah. but other times you know you get in some people couldn't get involved uh with it and you start to hear the things and uh, a lot of a lot of snakes you know a lot of people that uh they're very loud in, in the store they're telling you these things and then you see them you know, the next day or, you know, a week later they're, they're dealing with it. And that's, you deal with that everywhere, but yeah. um, it seems prevalent in that, in that, in, the, in this industry, in that scene. So um, yeah. I just like didn't it, like man. it, man. Just didn't like it. It wasn't for me. Um, I'm also older than, than a lot of the clientele that was coming in. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe that was that attributed to it. I have no idea, but. Shit, a lot a of that lot, stuff man. you were accustomed to in the, being in the military though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh man, yeah, absolutely. Um, the pay was better in the military, though. So, <laughs> and that's not even that good. It's not even that great, but that's how it was. Uh, civilian life really was eye-opening. Um, but yeah, you you do get accustomed to it. But uh, yeah, to keep talk to, I want to touch on that aspect of you do get some inside. You know, if you want to continuously pursue it, um, anybody that's out there that you know that's going to listen to this and they want to, man, I want to get into how do I get a step in? Uh, I started at a GNC. I got an opportunity to work with a small business that is growing uh, and they're, and they're growing pretty quickly. Um, and it's a great company to work for a great company. Um, Doug is a great owner, general manager, the assistant general manager, all the guys are great. And you do, you do get some opportunities. You do get to meet certain people and you meet the cool thing was I'll talk about the positives um, more. So the cool thing was like, you had a lot of small, small companies that would come in and I'm calling them companies, but it was a guy who just wanted to start a supplement and he would come into the store and he's like, here, try my product. Let me know what you think. Um, It was my, that happened to me a few times. It was constantly happening and being able to be honest with these people and help them. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. Your product kind of sucks right now. Why is, you know, you're going to, you're trying, you're almost ripping people off based on, on what you have in here yeah. and kind of helping them. It was, it was, uh, it was, it was a little brutal for them. I'm sure they put a lot of time and effort into some of their supplements, but you're explaining to them what's a mover, what's going to move the needle here. Um, and that was really cool part of it, meeting people like that. And then, you know, when we would have the big events, uh, Mark Lobliner came down to the store, mm-hmm. um, to one of the stores, uh, in, in Virginia beach, we had, uh, at the nut bash, we had a lot of, um, a lot of, you know, big names. Julian Smith was a big one. Cause he's close friends with Doug. They're in business yeah. together. I see Mike Rashid um, was uh, one of them. I was sitting right next to Mike Rashid. I want to say this. Um, he's not as big as I thought he was. For when I met, I met Mike Rashid in like 20 in 2015 at a UFC and he, yeah, he's, he's not as big as everyone thinks, but he's still big. Yeah. He's, he's a big guy. He's like 240. Easy. 
Yeah, he was. Well, he was. Well, when I saw him, he was leaned. He had been leaned. He was leaned out, Rob. I'm gonna tell you. Okay. Right. All right. All right. Because, but then we had like Steve Kuklo there, and Steve Kuklo's calves were bigger oh, than everybody yeah. else. He of was, course, you know, yeah, you, yeah. we had some other kings. We had some big time. Yeah, we had some big time, uh, uh, big time guys there. Um, so that was cool getting to meet them and talking to them. I remember talking to John Meadows. I got to talk to John Meadows for a little oh, bit. Oh, okay, that's what's up. It, awesome guy, right? Real nice, very knowledgeable. But yeah. it was cool seeing. And this is where you can you're kind of rubbing shoulders with these guys and, and maybe not everybody's familiar with John Meadows. If you're in, into fitness, you're into bodybuilding, um, familiarize yourself with John Meadows. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, there's just so much knowledge. Uh, he's also the guy training rough diesel or he's, uh, he's working with rough, um, rough diesel. I know, um, I forget the other guy's name, uh, Joe, hypertrophy Joe coach. Bennett. Yeah. Joe, Joe Bennett. Bennett. Um, so, you know, John Meadows and Joe Bennett working with him. So that's cool. Um, John Meadows was asking for my opinion and a couple of the other guys that work there. He's trying to launch something. Um, and so we gave him like our opinions and what we thought, cause he was trying to cater to like a younger crowd. Uh, yeah. That's cool. That kind of stuff is cool when you have those events. Um, I think the looking back on it, getting out of that industry, the pandemic played a probably played a huge factor. There was multiple factors, right? Um, I have a family. I had a, my daughter at that time was, you know, she was just born and, and, you know, she was five months, six months when I left. Um, and my focus was now I need to secure something for my family. I need to be able to provide. So that was one huge factor, um, uh, for me moving on. Uh, but not to say that they didn't have opportunities. Um, there was, it's a lot of cool stuff, man. And, and if anybody that's really passionate about it and they want to do it, that's, you start from the bottom, bottom rung of the ladder. You got to, you know, work your way up and see what can happen. There was guys I met um, that were, uh, I'm not sure what you call them, but they would come around. They would, there were the reps for the companies. Mm -hmm. So, um, the, you know, we had reps that would come and, and talk to us. And I mean, you can work your way into being a representative for one of these, you know, for all Max, for um, America Labs, for uh, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of companies out there. Yeah. Uh, those are the ones I'm familiar with. Um, for steel, for whatever company it is, you can go be a rep for them and just travel a region and talk to these stores that sell their products and be like, yo, this is what we got coming out. How's everything? Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. uh, you're building relationships. It's easier than you think. You just got to go for it. Like, just like anything people. else. Right. Yeah. They're, they're, they're reps. They're, 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 yeah, they're public relations for, you know, you're, I got to go visit my store in Georgia and then my store in, uh, Mississippi and then in Northern Florida. And I own that region. I got to make sure that my clients are taken care of. Um, that's actually, it didn't seem that difficult to get into. People are probably coming and going all the time. Um, and if people want to get in, that seems to be the big thing, right? Everybody wants to be in the fitness industry. Um, there's more to it than just being an influencer on social media, because the truth is, I think that that scene is dead, right? Yeah. Everybody's posting the same workouts. I mean, if you've, you've seen a lat pull down from one person you've seen it from everybody i mean this it's it's a lat pull down you're showing me the videos of a lat pull down and i was i was in that i wanted to do that too i wanted to show people like oh this is what you know what i do but um i was just taking certain you know ideas from other people and recycling the same thing there's nothing new to it right yeah you can in improve your camera but there's more to it than just showing your workouts and showing the same selfie same 
Um, I don't want to target uh, the guys that are showing the same most muscular and the females that are showing the same um, booty pick. There's more to it than that. There's, there's a lot of opportunities out there if you want to really get into the fitness industry. Don't worry about being, I would say, don't worry about being sponsored. Go work for them. They'll give you supplements and they'll pay you. They won't just yeah. give you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go work for them. What are you doing in your job? Oh, I, I fucking bag groceries somewhere. Or I don't know. I, you know, work somewhere else. Uh, then go work for that company. They're going to pay you and you'll get supplements. Now you're getting, you get to double dip on the company. There's more opportunities that people don't, aren't aware of uh, to, to get involved in that. So yeah, they should take advantage I, of it. And a lot of people, I guarantee a lot of people aren't thinking of that. They're not thinking of, well, let me go and try and work for this company more. So more so they're thinking like, well, how can I be sponsored by them? Or how can I be an, I'm going to be an ambassador so I can, I can get in with the company and put it in my hand or whatever. But the insight of actually working for them and then getting like, like you said, double dipping, like that's a point of view that people nowadays or the generation nowadays aren't even taking into consideration. No. Yeah. You like, I, that, that's one of the things that I picked up on. It's like, man, everybody wants to be handed something yeah. because you have X amount of followers and it's, it's kind of like, go work for them. I, I don't understand it. At the same time, I still follow some fitness pages on my social media. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is another thing that I, I, I try to tell people about because, so give you a little bit more background on what I'm currently doing. I am going to, um, you know, I do have my job, um, uh, my government job still, and I am going to school full time for uh, business, uh, business management um, or business marketing. I actually haven't made my mind up yet, but I need to soon. Uh, but I want to do uh, I kind of like the marketing aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And I have a few friends that are into in the marketing area. Um, some of them are focused on social media marketing, and we talk about it a lot. It's you see a lot of people with you know, 5,000, 10,000, 30,000, 100,000 followers, but they have no engagement. Right. Um, you know, I remember speaking to somebody who had quite a bit of followers. Uh, they were at like the 400, 500,000 mark. And this was a few years ago. And uh, the guy's name was uh, Chris Elkins. Are you familiar with Chris Elkins? Yeah, yeah. Cutting edge physiques. I follow that dude. Yeah, yeah, I used to follow. So I actually, this was when I was really trying to get into it. I reached out to him and I got into work. He came to Virginia. He was from Virginia Beach. Yeah, and I remember that video you Virginia- guys got, you worked out together. Yeah, we worked out together and he was talking to me about, you know, doing the influencer thing and, you know, gaining uh, followers. And he always said, he's like, I'm shooting for on average 15% engagement. 20% engagement would be incredible. So I always took that with me. Um I was like, man, it's okay. That's, you know, he, he talked about other influencers and uh, I'm using the air quotes. Um, I don't, that's, I guess that's the term to use. Right. I mean, I know they have other jobs, but we'll call them influencers. Um, I had a really good relationship with Julian Smith as well. Um, One, I went to him for like coaching and I was following Julian Smith before he was the quad guy kind of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I've always, we've always remembered each other, which is cool. He says the same thing. You want a large engagement, but, that engagement eventually goes away. I see people that are trying to be influencers and you get 2% engagement. That is telling. And if you're getting like 2% engagement, then you got to do something different, right? And again, 
I will say this. I am not somebody that has hundreds of thousands of followers. I don't have, I think I have 22 followers. I have a private page now and you, you know, um, super private. And, but I do have a a good amount of knowledge when it comes to people that want to do this social media thing. You're like, you need to pay attention. It's analytics. Um, it's statistics, it's analytics, it's all of that. You got to pay attention to what you're doing. This is what the cream of the crop has told me. And this is what you, the evidence is go pay attention to your, your favorite uh, influencer, your favorite, favorite person. How many people are engaging in your social media post versus theirs? Right. If you have a hundred thousand followers and you're not getting 20,000 likes and you're getting 10 to 20,000 likes on a post, that's 10 to 20%. We're doing simple math here and you're only getting like 200, but you have a hundred thousand. You're not reaching anybody. Man, I say that you know what I'm saying? Time, man. I say that all the time. You are not reaching anybody. Yep. Um, there's people that have 10,000 followers and they get, you know, a hundred and 200 likes on their posts. And yeah. it's like, you're not even getting 10%. Like yep. you need to be, like that's 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 telling that should tell you something. You're not getting the engagement that, uh, and you keep pushing it and pushing it, and you keep doing. You're recycling the same things, and then eventually, you, it seems like they get to a point where, like, well, I'm just doing this for fun. It's like, I don't think you were. Maybe you are now, but you probably had a goal to start it. So yeah. you got to switch things up. But that goes back to like I, I'll tie it back to like when I was talking about the podcast. If I don't bring something different. Uh, there's a lot of things that have been done. It shouldn't discourage people. And I'm not here to say that. I'm pr- people probably think this guy's like a half glass empty kind of person. Definitely not. But uh, if you're going to do something, really put some some time and, and thought into it and have a plan of attack um, and be and be fluid, uh, be be liquid in your ability to um, to to kind of morph into something else. Um, if that's what the goal is, right? Especially in the fitness industry. Yeah, for sure. Especially in the fitness industry. It's it's always evolving, but they always see somebody new. Like that kid Tristan Lee, he came out of nowhere, right? I don't know who that is. No, you don't know the Tristan Lee kid? No. You do. You've seen him. Maybe. He's a, he's like the he's like the he was like 14 and he was like shredded. Oh. He looked ridiculous. Okay. Okay, the Tristan yeah. Lee kid. He's big with um Bradley Martin. He okay. does a lot of stuff with Bradley Martin, Maybe. but he, he, yeah, he struck when the iron was hot. Right. He, yeah. And, uh, and he, you know, he linked up with a lot of people. So it's also another thing you've got to, who do you know, timing and who do you know, yeah. these kids get really hot, really, uh, you know, they're, they're hot and they're, they're, they've never been, um, more profitable, more influential. And, you know, you link up with somebody else who's equally as profitable and equally as influential and they, you boost each other up. Yeah. They keep, you see the same people most of the time. Um, but there's a shelf life for everything. Yep. There's a shelf life. Um, people eventually, eh, I'm bored with you. Who's the next guy? Yep. Look at, um, you watch it. Oh, you're, you're on YouTube. Um, you, you're still doing a little bit of YouTube stuff. A little bit, a little bit. You're more focused on the podcast right now, yeah. right? But everybody knows uh, Kenny. Everybody knows Kenny KO, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Everybody knows Kenny, right? And, you know, like two years ago, he was getting a ton of views. And I was watching his video the other day. And, you know, they do different types of videos. And now I'm looking at his videos now. And he's not getting very many views. So he's now a niche, a very niche audience. 
Um, he used to get like a million views. Now he gets like 15,000. I mean, that's still pretty cool. That's a lot to me, but to him, you know, to go from where he was at to where he's at now, a shelf life, you know, he ran his course. Now everybody wants to watch Greg Doucette. Greg Doucette's the guy you want to watch. Yeah, I, so. I guess he is because I thought there's a, I don't know if you remember this, this uh, chick who used to be on the boat named Star. She was kind of like in the fitness and all that. But like I follow her now because she's like on her verge to the, the pro card and bikini and all that. But she all she does is like she'll tag Greg Doucette and everything, everything. And I, 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 I followed him for like a brief little probably about a couple of weeks because he was he's a pro cyclist, too. So he's a bodybuilder. And he's a pro cyclist, which is two yeah. things that that uh, I enjoy. So I, I started following him, but then like the stuff he was putting out, I wasn't really like keen to and all that. So I stopped following him, but I guess now he's, everybody's on him again. Yeah. Great. He puts out, like he puts out a lot of content. It's, it's just content, content, content. And some of it's really cool. Some of it's a lot of like natty or not videos getting kind of old. Um, but uh, he does a lot of good stuff, man. He's very knowledgeable. So yeah. Um, talks about nutrition and certain types of training tips that he thinks will help, but it's just the way he breaks it down and explains it. Uh, and he's a character, um, yeah, but yeah, he's very popular right now. Yeah. He's super, he, he was growing uh, pretty quickly too within the last, I would say like two years, but I pay attention to all that. I like, and I like analytics, which yeah. is why I want to get into marketing. Um, you know, uh, I wanted to get in statistics and, uh, and, and marketing after speaking to one of my economic professors. Uh, yeah. I wanted to get into that. Um, so I'm really, I pay attention to that kind of stuff and, but it's not to discourage. I mean, man, I really, I'm going to listen to this and be like, man, you sound like an asshole. Um, not to discourage anybody, but I, if it was me and I had like charisma and I had like this opportunity and I started gaining some followers and reaching out, I would, I would just say, make sure that you are marketable in every phase. Um, that you're going through with, uh, with your fitness phase. Um, make sure you're marketable, make sure you're evolving, right? You should be always evolving in life. Uh, make sure you're doing that and don't get stagnant. Don't get lazy. Don't yeah. get lazy. Um, that's the, one of the big things. So, yeah. And that's, I think for most, that's what it, I mean, it's the, the laziness and like the fear of failure for like, for, for most people, that's what kind of prevents them from, from achieving what they want to do. You know what I mean? Like the motivation you know, and all that. Do you know, you know, you know what part of the, why I think that's true. And I, you know, it's weird cause I don't have, um, full disclosure. I don't talk to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have these ideas and these thoughts that pop into my head and I, I see other people and I hear other people say certain things and I think it's just so idiotic. Uh, and it creates this like negative reinforcement when people say, cause you said failure, People say failure is not an option. Mm -hmm. I hate that saying. Um, I don't know where it started from. I don't know who who said it. I'm sure it's old. Um, that's the dumbest thing um, because it's obvious that you you have to fail in order to see where your limits are at, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If you uh, you know um, you you have to. Tom Platts would say, "Go to failure. Go to true failure. You're never gonna know where you're at." unless you go to like absolute failure. Arnold had, had a great speech and he's like, don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. Don't be afraid to fail. You have to know. Don't listen to these people. If you're listening, the people that listen to this, do not listen to anybody that says failure is not an option. I don't care if it's a, 
I'm going to get some heat for this. Uh, it's like a Navy SEAL that says it. You have to fail in certain aspects. Situations, right? Totally different. Yeah. You have to fail in life to see how, where that bar is set so you can know where you need to get to. Um, that's just me. That's just, I hate when people say failure is not an option. That sounds like a military thing. I mean, it is like, but I think more you so hear that now. I think, I think more so now that people are are kind of going that route with that saying, like, you have to fail in order to, to get where you are. Because, like, you see the videos on fucking IG and all that shit about yeah. what the celebrities doing their speeches with the failure and all that, which is, is a true thing. And it's just like, I don't know. It's, people are just afraid to, to go out. Like, I know a dude here locally, and he he had a podcast. He did three episodes, and then that was it. Like he's the dude who's always like, okay, this is hot. Let me jump on this. Let me try this. Mm-hmm. Woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not getting as big a buzz, so let me go this route. And he's one of those dudes who has like 20,000 followers but gets like 100 likes. And it's like that shows right there, like full one, you either paid for those followers or mm-hmm. two, like you're just – I mean it's it's just not genuine. Like people don't fuck with you like that. And I don't know. I think the motivation factor is, is the biggest thing because – I think people are now expecting failure to be an option. Like I know me personally, it's like, like with the podcast, I'm not, I never thought like, all right, well, people don't fucking listen to it. Then I'm just going to stop. It's just, it's just something I fucking like to do. And it's fun. That's not a consideration for me in regards to, to failure or whatever. So for some people, I don't understand how it is. Yeah. And I, and I understand what you're saying. Like it's uh, like, yeah, don't take it as an option. Yeah, it's like oh, it's okay if I. It's it's like it. Use it as a tool. Right. Um, you have to use failure as a tool. Um, uh, you're not going to fail at everything. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I think back to uh, certain things in my life. Um, for me, one of the biggest, one of the biggest like turning points in my life in terms of how my mentality was. I went to uh, rescue swimmer school, mm-hmm. and I dropped. I quit after I failed in evolution, um, I was like, man, I don't, I can't do this. Like I am not comfortable enough to accomplish the goal and to accomplish the mission. And, you know, maybe it was just a different mentality, but I, in looking back, it's like, I should have used, when I failed, I should have used that as a tool to at least let me push a little harder the next time. Right. Um, instead of just walking away from it completely. Um, so, you know, failure was there and I didn't, you know, I grew from it, grew from it, uh, in a different way, but at the, at the time I, I should have, I should have kept going. I should have used that as motivation. It's like, okay, now I know what I need to do. Um, let me push past those barriers, um, that wall that's there. Um, but I'm, you know, I going into it, I wasn't, I guess I wasn't thinking about failing. Um, but I knew it was going to be really fucking tough. Right. That uh, mental maturity me. wasn't there for you though. Then, Absolutely. No, not at all. Like if I, I always said, if I was like, you know, 28 and I went to that program again, I would have, I would have made it through. It would have been tough. Yeah. I probably would have, I probably would have failed at something again, but I would have gone back and corrected it in a, in a different way. Right. Um, yeah. but yeah. So when I say like, that's what I'm, I'm talking about because I think it's a balance, right? I mean, we talk about um, people will say, ah, well, if I don't make it or if it doesn't work out, so what? Um, But 
when you, I, I look at failure as like, okay, what did I, what did I drop the ball on? What did I do that didn't let me to accomplish this? It, it's a, more of like a reflection tool, right? Right. I look back, hey, why did I fail that uh, exam? I've been going to school for a couple of years now. Why did I, why did I fail that exam? Uh, why did I fail in that paper? What, let me take back, let me go back to the process. What did I actually do? It makes me, for me, it makes me question and, and revisit. Did you give it everything? Did you actually apply certain things? Could you have done something different? Um, I have to look at it from a totally different angle because during, the, during the time, while I'm doing the, the action, whatever it is, I'm not thinking about too many things. I'm just like, let me get this done. Yeah. If I fail at it, I can take a step back. Okay, I'm going to do it again. What do I need to work on? And let me, mm-hmm. I'm not going to fail the second time, right? Yeah. So I guess that's what I, you know, I, that's how I take that. You know, you're going to fail. I don't, I think we've all hit a road, a roadblock in our life. And one of the biggest for me was getting out of the military. That is, it, it, you know, I didn't think it was as frightening as it was when I got out. Um, there was a point when I was like, what the hell am I going to do? Right. I, I thought everything was, was the, the plan that I had didn't work out. So it was like, okay, cool. What do I got to do? Um, lots of bumps in the roads, lots of missed opportunities, but I just kept kind of grinding through it. But um, man, that was eye opening. Um, and I, and you would classify it. I, maybe I did fail at something, but I, I fixed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Okay, cool. Yeah. That's yeah. not going to work. I got to do it like this and I got to push through this. And it's like, some things don't work out. Some things did. And, you know, a couple of years later, here we are. Was it? Yeah. Like two years later. Um, I mean, you're in a beautiful you spot where you are. Exactly. Yeah. But I, you know, I consider them I, I, certain failures um, that I had to go through and I learned from it and I pushed through it. I didn't just walk away though. I think that's where you're coming from. That yeah. option. It's like, man, I could have easily just been like, you know what? Let me just go back home. Let me go live with my with my mom or my dad or somebody that I know. And yeah. not to say there's anything wrong with that if you have a, somebody to help you. But I could have walked away from everything and just settled for, for less than what I wanted. But it motivated me. Cool. Let me keep going. Right? Yeah, hell yeah. Hell so yeah. It's, a, it's a big thing, man. Yeah, that's that getting sure. out of the military was huge. Yeah, that's a that's a major step for those. Like a lot of a lot of people with the civilian side, they don't really understand that if they aren't around that type of environment. But that's a big step for someone who's in the military to get out and be a civilian. That's just a whole change of your lifestyle. Yeah, I, I think we all know. I mean, we probably know. I don't keep in touch with anybody that we were like. Who do I keep in touch with? Uh, a few people um, that with got anybody. out. You suck at all, at all that stuff, bro. I, I am very bad about it. I'm very <laughs> bad about keeping in touch. I think there's only one person that beats me out, and we know that's uh, Garrison. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. He's, he, though, he hit me up the other day. His text message. Yeah. Um, he's worse than I am. Um, but I only, yeah, I'm, I'm really bad. But everybody I know that's gotten out, I think is doing really well. Um, yeah, but I'm course. willing to bet they'd all sure. tell you the same thing unless yeah. they got out with something I don't want to say handed to them, but with something in hand already, like, Oh, yeah. I'm transitioned to transition super smooth. Then, uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's a scary thing. Um, yeah. for anybody, anybody that just decided to get out early, um, anybody that got, uh, that's going to retire. It's, it's a totally different life. It's different. Yeah. No safety net there. No safety net. 
That's what's up, man. Well, I'm glad you're on to to express that for those listeners who are in in that on that route or whatever, so they can. You know anybody right now? Yeah. yeah actually, a lot. I do. Yeah, I know. You know a few know people. A lot of cats, man. So like, I'll I'm gonna put your your handle in the description, and they can shoot you. A oh, DM, okay. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I learned quite a questions. bit after I got out. It wasn't during the the transition out. It was after you get learn everything after you get out, right? But as you go, and you that's know. a yeah. You learn everything as you go, and, and but there's so many opportunities out there. It's insane. Um, yeah, I try and to. I not try to made aware of them. I try to instill that stuff into my daughters, man. Cause like like my daughters, my oldest is a great soccer player, and my youngest is very very good at gymnastics. And when it mm-hmm. comes to like them, either either one loss or one. Like my oldest missed the goal that she could have scored and she's like, Oh, I missed it. I was like, Well, I always tell them like, Well, just learn from what you you messed up. Like you guys you lost that game, but why'd you lose it? What could you have done better to to prevent that from happening? So just take what you did or take what you learned in that game and then work on your next game and, and just be better. Like don't do that. Don't do that same mistake in the next game and same with my youngest my youngest is quick to be like i can't do that i'm like yes you can like if you already have yeah. that mindset of like you're going to go into something that you can't do it you're not going to do it but you can put you can do whatever you put your mind to and and if you don't do it then okay learn on how you like why what prevented you from doing that and then just keep working at it don't don't give up you know what i mean yeah, that's that, that's that's kind of is that the theme for the podcast? Because we're talking about that uh, that learning from failure. Don't yeah. don't just give up on it. You know, use that as a as a tool to learn. Use it as a learning uh, learning aid. Uh, you'll yeah. learn a lot when you decide to self reflect. And I know it's kind of hard to probably talk to to the, your your daughters about it because they're so young still, right? Um, yeah. We're I mean, when we're young, even as we get older, sometimes we're just like in the moment. But uh, self reflection, take a step back figure out, okay, what went right, what went wrong, what can I do better? Um, yeah. and, and that's what it comes down to, right? Um, and it, it should motivate you. Okay, cool. I, I, didn't, I didn't get it done. Let me put more time, more time, more effort um, if you really want to be, be good at something, right? And that's athletes and, you know, being in um, – I'm sure that's anything, though. You want to be a good writer? Write. You want to be yeah. a good – you want to be a good golfer? Hit golf shots, as you know a thousand a day ten thousand a day whatever it is look at um yeah that's what you have to do and that's what i I believe you have to do and it's just a matter of no you know what you have to do and now it's a matter of actually doing it yeah and that's where some and you mentioned motivation so it's like you know when it comes to motivation people people have their feelings towards motivation and whatnot so i know a lot of people get motivation through the people they see on social media, the David Goggins, the Gary V, the all that stuff. You know what I mean? It's like for you personally, like what drives you and motivates you or what, how do you feel about motivation and people getting it through social media vice looking into like it themselves. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's, it's hard uh, to, to kind of look at yourself and sometimes not everybody's self-motivated. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, everybody's perfect. Yeah, that's a and sometimes it's personality trait too, right? Not yeah. everybody's self motivated. Um, we there's some people that just go 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 go. I'm kind of like that. Um, my 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 wife would say, 
that that's how I am. It's like, go, go, go. But it's a balance for me. But some people are just super, man, you don't got to tell them nothing. They just, they're already doing it before you even, you know, yeah. uh, whatever it is that they're going to do. Right. Um, for me, uh, the motivational speakers are cool. Um, it, sometimes it pushes me when I go to the gym to train, mm-hmm. um, the motivational videos. It's like, it's a reminder. I like to listen to that as a background noise. Um, I don't listen. Sometimes I listen to music. Sometimes I listen to like a motivation, like motivational speaker to keep me going, to, to remind me. Um, I used to do that a lot a few years ago. Um, but over the last couple of years, a lot's changed for me. Um, I've done a lot of like self-reflecting and, and taking a look at, uh, you know, like my childhood trauma and to really figure out like why. I'm doing certain things and why I just act certain ways. And my motivation um, now, well, I mean, you know, lots of different points of motivation. Uh, I have a daughter now. Yeah. She's just turned a year old. And, and uh, that, op- that opened me up to say, okay, what do I want for her that, or it's not what I want for her, but what is she going to need from me? And, looking back on like how I was raised and I don't know if every parent feels this way. Uh, and, and I feel like I've come to the conclusion that it's going to happen to me too. But you look back, I look back at how my parents raised me and there's absolutely things they could have done better. Yeah. That's childhood trauma. I mean, and they didn't know though. Right. It's not their fault. I would give them the benefit. They didn't know that they were doing certain things and, and this, and we constantly evolving, right? The city evolution, um, of as a person. So what motivates me now is I, that's where I find my motivation is I look back on my life and how I grew up and I don't want that. And that comes from not just like, uh, you know, a, a abundance or wealth, um, health as well. Um, yeah. One of the big things for me is like, I look back at how I was raised, man, rice, beans, enchiladas, you know, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. And like, that was normal. And man, I look at now, I found it somewhere. I, I wanted to be fit and healthy. Why? I don't know where it started from, but it probably started watching some of my older family members when I was younger and what bad a shape they were in. And I say bad shape, not like, oh, they were overweight, obese, bad in health, um, diabetes, you know, heart problems, things yeah. like that. What were they doing? They weren't doing anything to prevent that. That's where my health motivation, my fitness motivation comes into play. Same, same. That's the reason. And I never really drew it back to that. I just used to, oh, I want to look good in a t-shirt kind of thing. Or, you know, I want to have a little bit of muscle on me. Um, that's where the health aspect for me. And it's not just, it's not just bodybuilding for me anymore. I want to be more functional. Uh, I, yeah. I know I told you the other day, I hit you up on Instagram and I said, you know, I've been doing more yoga. Yeah. Um, make sure I'm, I'm stretched out and, and I'm yeah. good. Um, doing more yoga, doing more cardio, doing more hikes with my family. We go out and we go on little walks and hikes and things like that when we can, um, everything and, and getting checked up on your, that's what you talked about your, on the last one, right? Yeah. A colonoscopy. Good for you. How was yeah. that? Sure. <laughs> the worst part yeah. of that is the prep dog. the night before Yeah, is the worst part because you, on a liquid diet, and then you have to drink the two diuretic shits. So you're on the toilet all fucking oh, yeah. 
all <laughs> nice. <laughs> but the actual procedure itself, like, it's, yeah. they will you in. They're like, all right, you're going to roll on your side. I was like, all right, cool. Roll on your side. Dude gives you the gas. Next thing you know, you're waking up and it's over. Full. And you're not oh, sore. You're, nothing. Yeah, you weren't awake for it. I thought they would have kept no, you awake hell, or something. Hell no. <laughs> we got the video live feed or something. <laughs> no, okay. no, nah, nah, you're, you're asleep for that, man. But, but I've been in prison. You know what I'm saying? So that ain't nothing new to me. Though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I heard it and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, there you man. go. I, I was, look, man, oh, the prostate man. exams about, are right around the corner. Too. You have to, man. Yeah, the colon. Well. And, yeah. I'm yeah, huge well. on that too. Like, I, yeah. I keep checking, like, what age am I supposed to be getting all some of these things checked, right? Yeah, um, and they keep changing it. So I was like, whatever. I'm just going to do it now. Fuck it. Might as well. Yeah. Get the, yeah. Let them do what they got to do. Don't be afraid of it. Check yourself, exactly. right? And that, yep. man, that's, that's one of the biggest things. Um, I don't want to uh, stray too far from, you know, that motivation thing, but um, yeah, for me, that's what it is. Like and, and when it comes to the health aspect, when it comes to the, the abundance and, and um, the financial abundance and, and being it, the security that's there. Uh, I wasn't raised like that. I wasn't raised okay. to be smart with my money. Um, okay. I wasn't raised to be smart with money and, and I had to learn it. It all comes back. It's all childhood trauma uh, for me. Um, that's my motivation. Um, yeah. I don't get motivation from, from David Goggins. I get yeah. motivation from, um, and I, there's people that l swear by him. Right. And I'm like, you know, there's oh, yeah. nothing know different people. than there's nothing different. He's not doing anything more impressive to me than that, that, that young mom that's working two, three jobs to make sure her kids are taken care of. That's nothing David Goggins does is more impressive to me than, than what some of these, these young women and young men are doing to take care of their families. Yeah. That's no disrespect to David Goggins. That's cool. You run, you ran on, you know, a, a broken tibia or whatever it was. That's yeah. great. That's cool. Um, you know, but that's not impressive to me. That doesn't motivate me. Yeah. Seeing people that, man, I came from absolutely nothing and it was a struggle for me and I got out. Um, that's, that's the kind of stuff that's motivating to me. Not yeah. David Goggins. No offense. Gary V's cool. I guess uh, he says some, He's loud. He's 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 uh, he's he's blunt, but he doesn't do he doesn't do or say anything that I haven't heard other other people before him say. He just yeah. knows how to market it, just like David Goggins does. David Goggins is not you got it in you. Push through it. It's possible. Wake up at five in the morning and run a run a marathon. That's great, David. Um, not everybody's going to be able to do that. Uh, you yeah. know, um, you know. Shannon down the street has to go to work at four in the morning and she's going to get off at two in the afternoon. And then she goes back to work at three in the, uh, in the afternoon and works until midnight. Yep. People are doing people, that every day. Yeah. People look you around you can relate to. Absolutely. Can't relate to David Goggins. Yeah. That's cool. But now I can't re definitely can't relate to you, David. You're a millionaire. You are yeah. not in the same. Now you're just selling something. Yeah. doesn't motivate me. We are not in the yeah. same, we're not in the same bracket, man. Same with Gary Vee. He has yeah. some good advice. No, don't take me, don't get me wrong, but he, they all regurgitate the same thing. What is their core message? You can do it. Don't think you can't. People have been saying that for a very, very long time. Motivational speakers have been around forever. Um, but I get it. It, it, you know, there's a time and a place for it. I don't want to dog yeah. it, but. Um, no, that's just being real. That's all. People need to like, hey, look around you. There's people that are doing some things. They don't have to be out there. That's not their niche, right? They don't want to yep. be on social media telling you about it. 
Um, there's a lot of motivational speakers out there, a ton of them, and they're all they're all pretty much saying the same thing. Yeah, and none they of them are saying. Be, yeah, they don't even have to be motivational speakers. They can just be people just doing their daily thing. You know. Yeah, and they don't know they're you know they're doing the their their daily grind and they don't know who they're motivating, yeah. but pay attention to them, right? Like, man, you wonder how these guys do it and they're doing it, right? Um, that's the kind of stuff that motivates me. I see a, that's a will. That's a will oh, yeah. to want better for yourself and for if you have a family, for your family. Um, yeah. That's that's true will. Like, you have, um, you know, what does is, what is David Goggins lose if he doesn't finish that 100-miler? But what is the, you know, that young girl that has, a you know, two kids, three kids, what does she lose if she loses that job? Right. David DeGoggins doesn't lose shit. Yep. He doesn't lose anything. He can do all the crazy stuff he wants. That's not motivating. He doesn't have anything to lose. Now put something that he has to lose. And I get it. He was a seal. I don't know his wreck. I don't know. That, that's cool. I, you know, I've, I've sold a lot of uh, anabolics to seals. So, you know, I'm not impressed by it. Right. Cool yeah. people. Great dudes. They have badass jobs. They do some crazy stuff. Um, I'm not talking about, that aspect of it right and i know again i don't know somebody's gonna probably get you know a little offended by it but of course whatever. don't put these people on a pedestal there's a lot of people everyday people I, i'm very proud of like military and stuff like that I and mean, we all know some dirt bags too don't don't put military on a, on the biggest pedestal yeah, those of us sure. that have been in know some of the uh what was that kirchner so you listen to your <laughs> podcast that oh, dirt bag was it that Whoa. was the, <laughs> that yeah, Kurch yeah. fool. That is funny that you say that because that fool works on base here. <laughs> fool, Yo, he was. I, I, I swear he he does. <laughs> Kirchner, man. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, that creep of uh, some dirt bags, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. Yeah, he um, works. He works with me. There's some. Don't put everybody on a pedestal. That was in the. You know, that's why. I, like, I'm very proud, like, of my service, but. I see some people and I'm like, man, fuck those guys, man. They were oh, no, trash. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, Who, exactly. let's, let's, I'm going to call some people out. Who was trash? Who would I catch like not doing anything? I see some of them that are like first classes now. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. And then like I know I know some who are who are kind of like lightweight dirt bags, but now are all about it and motivated and shit. It's like, see, yeah, and then yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I would hit them up like, wow, you're the one to say this. At the time, you were the one fucking doing the shit you're preaching about right now, and then yeah. they're like, "Oh no, yeah, I know. Now I can see it. Like, oh, okay. now I see it. Yeah, yeah I know." Yeah. Um, and uh, my boy Holloman, man, um, I was, I'm, <laughs> I'm cool with Holloman, but man, he was, he was definitely one of those ones that was like, he worked, but he definitely tried to play the rules. Um, who else, man? Right, right. I know Wright's gonna listen to this. He has to listen. To, he has to support you. I don't know. Probably not. I know know some people. I'm going to call them all out. Yeah, all of y'all were trash. Um, No, Garrison. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. He was was scared to do anything. He was scared to do anything wrong. No, he was scared to go against what was told to us. Who was the... who was uh here now we're getting back to the navy stories uh who was the uh gunner man what was his name the bald dude no legs Gunner wilson um wilson, wilson that was gunner wilson yeah he had like no legs that was gardner's dad dude holy oh, crap that dude hated could... my guts bro yeah he could not stand you um oh, man. 
I'll never forget. I said, I said, I said Gardner up when I left, when I left the Stennis, man, I walked in, I had my little exit meeting with uh, Gunnar Wilson and he was like, you know, I hope someday, you know, I hear that you, you know, you made chief and then you became an officer because you have it in you. Da, 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 da. And I was like, oh yeah. And, you know, at the time I thought I was going to do 20, um, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, different dreams, different goals change. Right. And he yeah. was like, man, who's going to, he's like, all right, I need to know who's going to, who's going to replace you. Who's the guy. And I said, Gardner, absolutely lean on him. <laughs> And I, so I left. I don't know if they did that or not. Oh, no. Yeah, for sure. They did, bro. Well, you're welcome, yeah, Gardner. I hope you better listen to this, you, you dirtbag. I, I told oh, him, I said, man. that's that's your guy. I said, you, you he'll take care of you, anything you want. Yeah. So I hope and, they did that. He, he did lean on Stray Cat, man. Stray Cat <laughs> would come to me and be like, man, fucking Gunner. He, man, he wants this. Blah, 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 blah. I told whatever. I I hyped him up to like be the second coming, bro. Like I hyped up Gardner when I left. He was, was, yeah. Gardner was really good, man. No, but um man, those are the times. Some of those days, man, I do miss. Yeah, it was good shit. Miss some of those days, man. Yeah. Oh man. (laughs) Fucking uh regards to all that shit we were just talking about fly I'm there with you, bro. I'm I'm the same way. Motivation is the fam bam. And all that shit. I'm like with you. We're on the same fucking track. Same fucking track. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things. I know some people are like, oh, how di-? it's not disrespecting these motivational speakers. But I mean, man, they're they're making a lot of money off of you. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cool to be a motivational speaker. When, and that's another thing. It's the same concept as the fitness industry. All of a sudden, this happened a few years ago. Social media gave everybody a platform. Whether you, we deserved it or not, everybody has a platform. Now everybody can put motivational speaker in their Instagram bio or, you know, maybe on Facebook or whatever platform you use. Everybody turned into a motivational speaker. And why is that? Well, because you can say the same things only so many different ways. But if you say those right things, you know, you know, learn and, and, and you have it in you and, and, and don't doubt yourself and yeah, no shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like we all, yeah, we all know what to say, but man, we're human. When doubt is going to creep in, those things creep in. So um, you got to kind of push through it sometimes, but everybody's saying the same thing. That's yeah, why I'm sure. just, I don't have like a nice, you know, I don't have a lot of, I don't care for like motivational speakers. Some of them are really good at speaking, but you better be a, if you're a motivational speaker, man, you better be good at speaking. You yeah. can't be a motivational speaker and trash at, at, at talking in front of people. Um, don't call yourself a motivational speaker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's one of my biggest things, man. It's just, it became very, um, watered down. The message was, you know, the message is the same, but everybody's, everybody's, yeah, I could be a motivational speaker. I went from barely making it to doing really well for myself now. Oh, yep. I did it. No, that's, that's not the point. That's, that's not how it works. Right. So yeah, man, that's my thing on the motivational the motivational speaker thing. Yeah. Cause like me personally, I, my motivation, like I said, was, is my fam and, and people I know, man. And like, like people like you fool, like I see you, you persevered through your fucking shit. Like I've been through some shit and I persevered and the life I lived growing up and my wife, like we don't want that for our daughters. So like mm-hmm. that, that's, we we're motivated to keep grinding, to provide a better life for them. And, you know, like my wife, she's a big a motivator for me because 
from when we were on deployment, man, she was working on her masters, having to take care of two daughters, get them to two different sports, fucking while doing work for school, while working a job, taking care of a house. Like she was doing a gang of shit, man. And that's just like I tell her all the time, I'm like when she when she's in her own mind, like, damn, I got a lot of shit going on. I was like, man, this this is nothing compared to what you had to do a few years ago when I was gone and you had to do all this shit on, on the little amount of time you did. Like you motivate me to do better. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's real. Like, man, how did you do it? That's yeah. real motivation. Like, man, if she I have yeah. no excuse if if you know if if I saw her doing that, I have no excuse to get up and, and get this done. Um, yep. there's really no excuse. Right. So yeah, yeah man, that, that's, man. that's a good, that's a good point, bro. I really, yeah. that's a, that's a good point for sure. Fuck. Yeah. Full. We have so much more to talk about, but we're going to do that on a part two, bro. Oh, we get a second part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You, you, yeah. We got, I like we got, that. We got a lot to talk about, man. So this is yeah. only part one. We've already been going for 59 minutes and 24 seconds, 25 seconds, 26 seconds right now. Okay. So did we're going to wrap I, this up right we, here. All right. That sounds good, did you man. Did uh, you no, no. Uh, did we did we beat the Gonzalo time? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember Four. what that was. <laughs> I'm getting a part two, though. Okay. I'm yeah, getting you're, a part getting, two. you're getting a part two. However... I'm a, I'm gonna hit your line after we get off of here, dog. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hit, hit me up offline. Yeah, yeah, offline. We're we're gonna do some shit offline, man. But fuck, any last shout outs you wanna do before we end part one of uh, this convo with my with my tag team partner, Big Paul? <laughs> uh, nope, I ain't got nobody to shout out. That's nobody. Story. I ain't got nobody. Hey, every you know, okay. if anybody that's listening to this, man, keep supporting. Um, support your friends, man. Um, it doesn't take much to, to, to like something, to, to listen to it, um, to offer some, some feedback or, uh, constructive criticisms and, you know, it doesn't take very, any effort. If you can support celebrities, you can support your friends that are just, uh, trying to make an impact, a real impact. So that's my shout out. How about that? Hell yeah. I like that shit. I like that clothing right there. There you go. You heard what he said? (laughs) Let's go. But fucking powerful. Thanks for doing this episode, man. And I'm going to hit you right after we sign off, homie. All right, bro. Yeah, Thank man. You. Thank you, bro. All right, y'all later. And there you have it, folks. The sit down or part one of the sit down with my homie, Paul O, Big Paul. You know, we went over some good topics, man. I, I really enjoyed this episode i really enjoyed sitting down with him um we talked about motivation and um you know social media as always and just where your motivation comes from where it should come from and and just you know some some bomb topics man part two we're gonna i'll hit you with part two probably if not next week probably later on uh, a couple weeks from now um me and Paul got some, me, Paul, and my, my other homie, uh, Gonchi, Big Gonzo, Gonzalo, we gon- we got a plan in the works, so stay tuned for that, man, but that was episode seven, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode, please be sure to follow myself at West Coast underscore Rob on IG, Twitter, um, you can search for me on YouTube as well, 
I have a YouTube channel. I'm slowly starting to, to pick back up on that YouTube thing. Kind of lost interest in it, but I'm getting back into it. So follow me on there. I'll upload um, podcast episodes on there as well, as well as just stuff that has to do with, with my life and, and the stuff I want to put out. I'm not necessarily taking the lane. Just check me out on YouTube. Type in West Coast Rob and I'll pop up, man. But I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Thank you guys again for tuning in and listening as always. And like I always say, please stay OG. Keep it authentic. Be yourself. Tell me West Coast Rob signing out. Yeah, that.